Paper Play Action presents. Attack of the Minisodes, episode three, I believe. Actually, I should probably know. I've been uh, editing them, so it makes sense. Um, but check it. We got some new stuff here for you, and as you can probably tell, we've kind of missed a lot. Um, I'm gonna be taking a piece out of uh, Andre's handbook, honestly, and just picking and choosing which one we're gonna talk about for each of us, because they are more personalized anyway. And as I was going back through some of them. There's like a lot of stuff we missed and a lot of stuff that like isn't worth talking about. So for instance, perfect example being um, earlier I was looking at Outbreak, the new Outbreak game, Endless Nightmare. I was actually kind of excited because I saw the trailer of a roguelike uh, horror game, well, survival horror game in the same vein as Resident Evil because we've talked about our Resident Evils before. We like them. But the idea was that it was a roguelike, and you can have all the camera changes as options. So you can play it in first person, in third person over the shoulder, or you can play it in, um, I think it was fixed camera angles, which I thought was really cool, only to find out that that game is actually hot garbage, and even though it's currently being made by one person, it'll probably improve itself, it's just not in a state worth recommending right now. Therefore. It's probably for the best that I just go through these and pick and choose and try to see which ones I actually enjoy rather than just talking about the ones that we've missed. That being said, on paper play action, we'll just talk about them regardless. It's more so what got announced and what we saw um, as opposed to just straight up individualized topics being picked. But keep in mind, I'll try to keep it broad. Um, First one up, though, is... The new Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC, which at this point, I'm pretty sure a lot of you who care, but if you don't care or didn't know, now you will know. Um, It is called Wrath of the Druids, which from what I can tell sees uh, our boys in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, or girl, depending on who you picked, going into a more mystical side of their universe, which is probably one of the things I actually like the most about Assassin's Creed, is when they are diving more into the mythological aspects of their world that exists, whether it be um, Origins, which sold me in Origins, honestly, because at that point I was done with Assassin's Creed, um, was the fact that, one, we were taking place in Egypt, which I was like, we've never done that, that's interesting. But then on top of that, they was like, oh yeah, fight the Egyptian gods, go ahead, go ahead, do it. We got some weird ones going on, and I'm like, alright, you have my attention, I might have to check it out, so I went and checked it out. Um, it didn't win me over on uh, on Odyssey, honestly, only because, yes, I was happy that they were diving into the mythological side of their universe, but we've had Greece so many times, it's been done to death, and didn't dive into Valhalla 
yet. I'm debating on it because of this DLC, but at the same time, I'm kind of getting there with uh, Norse mythology as well. But that being said, because I'm not trying to deter you from it, honestly, I'm saying, hey, yo, they're doing this. Go check it out if you would like. Um, but yeah, it's them diving more into their mythological Norse side because this game happens to take place in the same kind of area. So be, uh, be prepared for that. DLC looks really cool, honestly. And um, I've seen little clips and stuff of the uh, armor sets and things that you're getting, and it's like, okay, it's looking, it's looking pretty cool. Um, I've heard good things about Valhalla anyway. It's a good game, so I'm happy to recommend getting DLC that piques my interest for it because it looks really cool. I've heard it's not a bad game from what I understand. Um, that being said, gonna move along from Assassin's Creed to talk about a funny thing that I saw pop up and I'm just not sure how PUBG keeps doing it. Some of you guys might have already seen it, but it is uh, PUBG's crossover with Godzilla vs. Uh, King Kong. The movie that we talked about that was really cool and kind of dope, I just found it really weird that we're having a crossover now with these. Um, it's been shown that like, especially with recent uh, podcasts that we've been talking about, um, we just kept getting weirder and weirder crossovers sometimes. And don't get me wrong, Fortnite's kind of the king of being like, why would you have that right now? Actually, no. No, we definitely have a new crowning champion. It definitely goes to um, Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross because I don't think anybody asked for that crossover. <laughs> and I thought Tekken had it. Nah, nobody asked for that crossover. They had uh, <laughs> had uh, Stranger Things, which no offense to Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I also love Seven Deadly Sins. But man, is that just not two things I wanted to see together. But this one is, uh, this one's a little interesting, and I find it actually kind of strange that they're even doing something like that, so, you know, the more you know. But, next up is a game I'm actually really excited for, and it's probably going to be on my list of things to play. It actually dropped a lot sooner than I was expecting, so I will have to wait until I prop funds to, um, to go get it. Thanks, it's not even that bad. But, um... Exodemon is what it's called. Exodemon looks really cool, honestly. It looks like, uh, best way to describe it, Quake? It looks like Quake, but a single player game, except you're playing as a cybernetic demon that, uh, well, cyber, cybernetic demon lady that goes around with her claws. No guns from what, the, what I can tell, just magic powers, but they work like guns, let's be real. That's, that's what they do, which is why I'm super interested in it. Um, the art style is, like I said, really cool. It looks a lot like Quake, but they have like a weird... It's, it's weird because I like the sprite things that they're doing. Like your hands are 3D, the world is 3D, with like some sprite-esque textures, obviously. But enemies are just like the straight-up 2D kind. Like they're the 2D Doom kind of enemies. And I find that really weird because aesthetically, like I know... From like under like understand from uh, my game design background that that's honestly kind of easy to do, but it's also really cool and difficult, especially nowadays. It's a little bit of both. You have to try to do it, and if you do it right, it looks really cool. And if you do it wrong, it's you can't really like it just doesn't come out that way. It doesn't look that great. Uh, from what I can tell, they're doing it right. I'm not the biggest fan of having the 2D enemies, but I think it does look cool, and they are designed pretty well. So Exodemon is out currently actually and looks really cool you can always just go 
hit up a trailer check that one out see how it's doing by all means it looks really cool um it's on my list i'm personally going to be getting it <laughs> so you can give that a shot see how it feels give it a shot um next up is uh let me see if i don't butcher this Getsu Fumaden. This is a roguelike. Apparently, I'm just always hitting you guys with the roguelikes. They just, they kind of are a dime a dozen with uh, indie games, but I'm mentioning this one because it has to be interesting. Uh, this has a very, has a very painterly style to it as far as art goes. It looks, it's not reminiscent. It is the very traditional old Japanese art style. In fact, it tries to do what Okami does in a lot of cases, which I, Okami to me is like the golden, golden boy of like all of this kind of thing, considering that like that game came out on PS2 and did it so well that I don't think anything has truly topped it. But this is trying to, and I give it all the credit in the world. <laughs> but um, if you like Dead Cells, or if you've ever played Dead Cells, this is a 2D side-scroller platformer type of roguelike in which uh, action is key, and you are slashing and hacking and slashing your way through. Maybe you got a crossbow, maybe you got some magic. Just kind of depends on your build going on. But uh, this one looks really cool. Actually, give it a, a look-see. You might actually be really interested in that one. It looks a little bit slower than Dead Cells, being Dead Cells, because Dead Cells is kind of dummy fast when it wants to be when you can you can get a good flow going but it does look a little bit slower but it looks visually stunning so i mean can't really can't really go wrong it's also kind of going for a very different different feel obviously or flint hook flint hook is another one that doesn't represent the art style but it's another one that pretty much has the same kind of 2d roguelike aspect going on but if you are looking for 2d roguelites uh to Fumadin. Give it a shot, guys. Next up, though, is Scavenger, which I have gotten to see very little gameplay of this game, but the very little gameplay I've seen looks very nice. I am a fan. I am personally a fan. I'll probably be playing this one when I get the chance as well. Um, right now, it's pretty sure it's in beta, so all you can really do is look it up. If you can sign up for the beta, by all means, go ahead. That being said, uh, Scavenger is, from what I can tell, a battle royale with survival elements. From what I can tell, um, everything I've seen about it really puts it in that sur squad survival s territory. Very, um, let me say, Apex. It's very Apex s. Your classes, like each person can choose a, a character that has like specific abilities and stuff not exactly hero but um the movement is interesting because the movement's kind of it's kind of speedy but you're not like hopping off of the walls and stuff you're not doing titanfall things but they they got you moving you're moving kind of kind of quick and i like the the atmosphere we just don't get a lot of stuff that takes place in like a very wintry area where it matters um but this looks cool honestly i would give it a look-see I think that they're doing, I'm not a huge, huge fan of Battle Royals, but when cool ideas are being done right, you gotta mention them, and 
considering that scavenger is all about uh, you and your squad trying to actually live out here while also put like it has survival mechanics with the weather being a thing and having to go through blizzards and things of that nature but also trying to fight off other squads who are trying to get stuff as well it's it's kind of it's kind of got a cool thing going on it's a unique idea and i love unique ideas therefore i push unique ideas so no qualms being like hey yo go check this out and like i said not a huge fan of battle royales but there are some that can definitely pique my interest and that i'll check out um for instance i know there's one on playstation that was more melee based i'm trying to remember what the name was though i think it was like the darwin project and there is also um there was another one uh the name just slipped my mind it's real unfortunate too there was another one that they had oh there was one that's supposedly in the works. I still don't know what the name is, actually. That's the reason why it slipped my mind, if anything. But it's the Dark Souls one, where it's very steampunk, but you are playing as, essentially, Dark Souls mechanics, fighting other people as the water rises, as opposed to you guys um, fighting towards a circle. It's more like the city pushes you to the top, so you're constantly going on other towers and making your way to the top of this area while the water rises and other people are running about getting their stuff together but scavengers is the name of it definitely looks like it has a way more survival based feel like you need to stay alive so by all means check that one out looks really cool i think i saw angry joe playing it at some point so maybe give him a look um i like i personally watch him he's not my favorite for critiques on things i just kind of disagree with him on some things but you know that's kind of the best sometimes that's the best thing to have is someone that you disagree with to talk about something so that you can at least understand what the other perspective on uh, on things are but um for the most part he does a good job as far as like reviewing things go so i'm not going to complain even if i feel like he's being a little nitpicky it's, i'm not shooting shots or anything it's fine I'm like it's good to it's good to hear better have someone come through it and do that than to have no one do it and no one talks about it but um uh yeah okay so we have at least two more things on this list and i'm excited for them i guess i'm talking pretty fast i didn't realize i was going through this list as fast as i was <laughs> which um i guess i'll slow down a little bit but uh, uh next up is a movie called rogue hostage which looks really fun. I'm actually super excited for Rogue Hostage. It's uh, stars, if I'm not mistaken, Therese Gibson. Yes. Which is known for his uh, work in Faster Than the Furious series, which in those movies he plays a far more comical role, but in this one he actually seems to be getting to stretch his acting chops a little bit, do a little bit more serious role. In this movie he's playing ex-military i think he's marines but he's playing ex-military and his he's with him and his daughter are put in a situation in which um i would want to say i want to say a terrorist cell but i want to want to go back and maybe confirm let me go a look a look sees real quick not to not to have not gonna have any form of dead air on but i gotta get through ads because ads constantly get in the way of cool things but um let me let me skip forward i think it's a terror so or it could be just simply 
Yes. He himself is playing. He is ex-military, and he's um doing like a little bit of bodyguard work, essentially. I would count these people as a terrorist cell because what they're what they're doing, and they're a little bit more. Um, but they're not like. No, they're just terrorists. Honest. I was gonna try to see if I can explain it slightly better, but like, there's no way to actually explain a hostage situation with people any better than, um, or any better specifically because you want things politically done from people than being a terrorist group, honestly. Um, because you are involving citizens in it and causing fear, therefore you must be. Um, but in this movie, he is essentially trying to get him, his daughter, and the person he is protecting, who I believe is either a senator or a mayor, out of this pretty bad situation. But he's using his ex-military chops in order to do so. Which, you know, fan of action movies, but this one seems to be more of a suspense-driven one. If anything, it's definitely, it's not a horror, please, oh god, it's not a horror, it's definitely suspense. Suspense action movie. But, uh, we get to see him play a slightly more serious role. I know, well, definitely more serious role uh, than any other Fast and Furious movies. I know he's in other things. I've seen, I would decide to just see, but I haven't really seen him in much besides those. So, I'm going to say he's most famous for those. He's probably been in, and he's definitely been in other things. In fact, if I probably went on his uh, IMDb, I'd probably find some stuff. Like, there he was in Baby Boys. Or baby boy, my bad. Um, Transformers. I actually do remember him in Transformers. Uh, Four Brothers. I do remember him in, uh, in Four Brothers. That was actually a Brothers is a good movie. You guys should check that one out. Black and Blue. I actually don't remember him in that. He's supposedly supposed to be in the new Morbius movie. I just don't remember seeing him in any other trailers, to be honest with you. But he is going to be in that. He's in Legion. Death Race. Christmas Chronicles Two. I mean, I guess it makes sense. T the Take. Southpaw. Southpaw is a good one. Black Nativity. For those that have seen that one, he's in there. He is in Luke Cage. I just don't remember him in Luke Cage. I'm going to be completely honest. But, yeah. I just look forward to seeing him stretch his chops, do some really cool things, honestly. It looks, it looks good. Rogue Hostage looks really good. So, by all means, give it a shot. Go check that one out. See how you feel about it. Next up, mm, and this will probably be the last one. Yeah, this will be the last one. Had to make sure, go through the list just to be sure. But um, last up is Nike doing their PS5 colorway, colorway uh, shoes. So they now have sneakers that look like PS5s. I don't know how long I can honestly talk about that. But they look really cool. Honestly, it's just something I wanted to mention because, let's be real. Um, every so often, shoe companies just come out and do a really cool thing. Uh, recently, we had the Nas X ones that did had a huge controversy over them. Um, real unfortunate because they kind of the shoe isn't half bad, <laughs> though. There's some obvious questionable things about the shoe itself. <laughs> He's like, but uh. People might, I just kind of feel like when it comes to that kind of situation, people might be a little too uh, sensitive. Especially considering that they, the same company um, offers a similar shoe with 
the exact opposite traits for it, honestly. <laughs> if anybody knows about that. If anybody doesn't know about it, I'm just gonna keep silent about it because I don't feel like having people get angry over something that seems so unnecessary to get angry over. Like, we were, we were just going through so much other things in our country that it just feels like, I don't know if, I don't know if sneakers, I don't know if sneakers are really a thing to be mad about. I just don't know. But that's just me. This is coming from us, a gaming podcast, who we're trying to get you to care about video games. And um, when I say video game comedy podcast, we definitely talk about more than that. But this is coming from me, who does a podcast about video games and movies and things that are irrelevant. But, you know, it's all to make people happy and make them smile. We're in the business of, I was about to say pleasure, entertainment. <laughs> As a way better one. I mean, the business of entertainment. So, I mean, make people happy. But, um, definitely with these with these PS5 shoes, looking kind of neat. Looking kind of neat. Another one, ah, oh, man. It, it, what these shoes honestly remind me of is they, for some reason, make me think of the Evangelion shoes. Uh, and I want those. The Able ones? Yo, they look clean. Nice purple and green. I'd be down for that. Tell me what kind of shoe would you guys want if you guys ever got one. Go ahead and hit us up on Paper Play Action. Uh, you can hit us up on the Twitter or the Instagram, which is at on uh, at paper underscore action. Or you can hit us up on um, our email at paperplayaction at gmail.com. Either way. Just let us know. Send it in. Be like, hey, what kind of characters? What kind of character shoes would you like? Or if you could have a shoe designed after a thing, what would the thing be? How would the shoe look like? How would you want it? Because like, you, you might actually get some really nice shoe designers. I'm sure that there's some pretty cool shoe designers out there that got some nice stuff. So, by all means, send us your way. Let us know. But I'm gonna say that's gonna do it for this episode of Attack of the Minisode. Just wanted to let you guys know about some of these cool things that are coming out and some of the stuff that we missed. Um, like I said, I could always go through more of this list and kind of shine some light on some of them, but some of them are things that we've already talked about and some of them are things that we just haven't. Um, there is one in here that I will uh, will mention that looks really interesting and that is called Horror Tales The Line. It was one that was supposed to get mentioned a while back, but kind of skipped over it. Fortunately, which sucks because this game actually looks really cool if you're a horror fan. Um, personally, I'm more of a fan of survival horror, but you gotta, you gotta like the games that make you feel chills, especially when it gets around Halloween. Just gotta feel, feel scared. But for what I can tell, everything about this game looks very trippy, um, very impossible space and puzzly. Possibly some occult things at work, cults and of the like, but I, I won't say anything that that's too too crazy with it as far as it goes. I'll definitely be throwing out the um, trailer for this one, though a bit. Yeah. Also, as another update, I'll be because uh, I'm here anyway, so I might as well get that update. I'll be updating the Twitter, Instagram, and everything real soon. Um, I know that the recent podcasts just came out and you gotta play catch up, so I'll be playing catch up real soon. Just, uh, sorry for the, the explosion of, um, 
information you guys are going to get. But then again, we always do kind of an explosion of information after any podcast because, well, we want to let you guys know. Also, we don't really want to spoil the episode and it's kind of hard to do a drip feed of those. I could do a drip feed, but, uh, like if you finish the podcast the first day and you want to, you want links to things or you're just trying to think about it, gotta, gotta get those out there. So we just do it in one go. <laughs> Might as well, right? That being said, uh, yeah, gotta play catch up. So I'll catch you guys next time on Attack of the Minisodes. See you guys around.